Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I feel a little guilty right now because I'm making Mike run around and do things that I never ask him to do. I'm very conscious of... One thing you do. Well... The one, Aaron, yes. I don't ask him to do a lot of... Honeydews? Yeah, I don't... I'm not that... Because I produced... I don't like to send the producer out to do certain things... This, for us. This is serious. Half of this is really serious. I feel kind of guilty. I was just saying, Mike, I feel guilty. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But you know that I don't do You know I'm conscious of this. I don't yeah. ask you for a lot of stuff. Thank you, Leroy. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. man. Don't be sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I made Mike do two things. Now, one, get Clorox wipes for us. And Which two, is very important. Two, put my Chobani yogurt in the refrigerator. Not so important. Yeah, I just figured since he was going out there, you know, and I forgot about it. And the mm-hmm. longer it was out of the fridge, the worse it was going to get. So, Okay, since we have the whole container of Clorox wipes, I don't want sloppy seconds today. Give me oh, that. You want, you want your I own. I want my own. You want your own Clorox wipes. Give wipe. me my own Clorox you get, wipe. There you go. Thank There's you. One full yes. Clorox wipe Thank you. Because you. can't get sick this close to turkey day. Yeah, I know. That's the worst. Okay. Mike, do you feel belittled at all by having to do that? I don't, actually. All right, good. Good. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I apologize. No need to Even though to it's sorry. second day in a row, you've had to do that. You're yeah. good at it. I know. I meant to Quick. do that today. This, by the way, I've got to clean the microphone now because we've got the Clorox wipes a little wow. late. So rough. i got to get it. Gotta... has a touch of a blacksmith. <laughs> all right. There we go. Now yeah. I feel better. Everything's okay. good now. Cool. All right. So, yeah. Thursday night football last night. Mm -hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers went into this game, and I still know the feel around this team a lot because of who I follow on Twitter, and I still have all my Pittsburgh media buddies that I follow and listen to. And going into this game, the offense was, even though the team has played relatively well, and I mean they haven't lost a lot of games, the team was getting heavily criticized for the play of its offense. This whole year... They never really hit their stride. They hadn't scored 30 points in a game. Todd Haley was getting crushed. Ben Roethlisberger was getting crushed. The red zone offense stinks. I mean, everything was about this offense and how it wasn't good enough to be a Super Bowl contender because that's what they care about there. Well, last night against the Tennessee Titans on national TV, it was good enough and then some. They came off a terrible performance at Indianapolis where they really should have blown that team out, one of the worst defenses in football, indoors, and they couldn't do a damn thing. Antonio Brown got shut down. Ben Roethlisberger didn't look good. They won the game, but it was ugly. And last night at home on a short week, they came out and showed that they can play offense, they can score points, with the best in the NFL, and it was something that they need to prove to their fans, 
It was something they needed to prove to their detractors, and most importantly, it was something they needed to prove to themselves. <laughs> they sure did it. Yeah, they, they did do it in, in grand fashion. This is Pittsburgh Steelers at their best. They're throwing the ball around. Now, Le'Veon Bell didn't have a gaudy night as far as uh, his running total, but uh, Antonio Brown did his thing at the three touchdowns, and Big Ben was on, throwing the ball in tight spots, uh, throwing the ball on the back shoulders. He was just on point all night long, and, and the catch, the one-handed catch, oh, which – they, we usually give guys a lot of credit for those, but these gloves, man, whether it's the collegiate gloves, it's the pro gloves, they're really sticky these days. So I, I don't know if I can give them as much credit as I, I normally would because I think you and I could make some of those catches. I don't know, yeah, man. Could. To the, hold the, the, on to the it. The glove catches the ball. It's more of that than it is the guy really catching it these days. But certain, you, certain passes. It's usually a great receiver that's doing it, though. Like, do you see a lot of I middling, see a lot of everybody doing it a these lot days. of middling receivers making yeah, catches I like see that? a lot well yeah okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that especially at the collegiate level yes you see a lot of people doing that but that doesn't detract from uh, this offense really putting on a show and they look no worse for wear playing on a Thursday night now they have a lengthy uh, layoff uh, which is good for them and and they get to go into uh, the holiday with uh, a win under their belt. But uh, the defense as well, uh, they they stood up and and started to put pressure on Marcus Mariota, uh, especially that second half of the ball game. But I thought the big turning point in this game, Delaney Walker dropping that touchdown. Yeah, Delaney, uh, man. He's a uh, – yeah, he Delaney, Delaney. Uh, no, he, he's a he's a fantasy Delano. football he's a fantasy football staple for me. So yeah. that, that didn't go over well in the G and no. household. <laughs> Were you yelling at the top when he dropped that? I mean, I... Right there, perfect pass and hit him in his hands, his weak spot apparently. Yeah, and, and at that they had to settle for a field goal. It was third and uh, you, I guess third and about what ten, yeah. maybe even less than that. And, and Mariota takes a sack. That's the last oh. place you want to take the sack. And so I, that was a huge turning point, not only in your household, but there on the sideline for the, the Titans. Yeah, you, you mentioned Le'Veon Bell didn't have the greatest game last night. They didn't need it from him, mm-hmm. and they threw the ball like crazy. But this was interesting. A few hours before the game, he tweeted this out. Everyone I thought was real turned fake. What I thought was true was all a lie. I can literally trust no human at this point in my life. I can literally trust no human at this point in my life. Isn't that a little of a bizarre thing to get tweeted out by an NFL superstar a couple hours before a game? What happened? A trainer taped your ankle wrong uh, or right. something? What? I mean, he that just that type of stuff. Like, I'm not saying that that, and I, you know me, I'm very sympathetic to the human element of athletes, and it's something I've learned over the last few years. And and sometimes we expect too much out of these guys. But when I see this, I'm like, like I know you have personal stuff going on, but like, right. why are you sharing this yeah. on Twitter to everybody hours before a game? Like, like I know you kind of have to internalize this stuff, and I don't want to compare it to anything that's so like bad in life. But I mean, how about you know Goodwin who went through that horrible stuff, Marquise right. Goodwin last week, and and he catches a touchdown. Nobody knows a thing about it. Like it's just to me, I don't know. I. I this is a personal thing of mine. Like when you're going through stuff, like to 
publicize it in I'm such a way turns me off. And uh, I'm not. Uh, and if you want to go to your inner circle, you need somebody to talk to. Fine. Yeah. But you're putting everything out on social well, media uh, like that's weird. <laughs> well, apparently, he can't go to his inner circle. He doesn't you can't trust, trust anybody because they're yeah. human. Yeah. Right. So maybe he needs to talk to some artificial intelligence. Uh, I, 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 I'm with you. I align 100 with you when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, you, you're crying out for help or pity. Pick up the phone and call someone. Uh, I don't think you need to blast it across uh, social media platforms. Uh, it, yeah, that's odd, and uh, and it doesn't really give you a clear picture of what he's dealing with or what he wants. So it's so vague and ambiguous. Why even put it out there? Yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense. You put it out there to show the person that yep. did him wrong, that he is upset, so upset that he's going to tweet it out to his 1.12 million yeah. Twitter followers. And that one person he's upset with is now made it hard for him, difficult for him to get along with the rest of the humans that uh, he's surrounded <laughs> right. by. That well, I wonder who that one person is right now. I know. You've screwed it up for the rest of us. It's, it's not our fault. Totally bizarre. But Come on, Le'Veon. I had nothing to do with it, dog. <laughs> right, I know. Uh, he's, he's he's a different guy. He's a guy's an unbelievable player. He's oh, one of the best excellent. players in football. Oh. I'm never going to knock him for that. He's an interesting guy off the yeah, field. Yeah, this is this is strange. Uh, very strange. Yeah. You, you got a big marquee game, and you, you're on the stage. You have the stage all to yourself in, 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 as far as uh, the pro game. Uh, last night, and you be put that out there. What's going on, really? And maybe that's why he only had forty six yards. I don't know. I, mean, yeah, I know. Well, he had a bad game. I yeah. know. It's it's crazy. Uh-huh. I know. I don't know. I don't know what it had to do with. I I thought maybe because there were some rumblings about how they were going to lighten his workload on the short week this week, and they were going to use James Conner more just to keep him fresh for the stretch run. And I thought that maybe that's what it was. What it was like they were going to not give him as many carries, and he acted out that way. But I don't know. That's just speculating. But anyway, the Steelers are eight and two. Right mm-hmm. now, and uh, they are a they team. like their humans, right? And they have won five in a row. And this was probably the most impressive victory that they've had in that stretch because of what the offense did. And the AFC that is it's got off to a, a pretty good start with a, a bunch of teams playing above their heads. Uh, now looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots right now is the two best teams, head and shoulders above, and the Kansas City Chiefs sort of behind them because they've had some struggles now with three losses. And the Steelers never beat the Patriots in the playoffs. It never happens. Now, when the Steelers have had success and they've gone two Super Bowls and won those Super Bowls, the Patriots aren't involved. Someone else knocks out the Patriots. And every time that the Steelers run into the Patriots, whap. So maybe this is the year that it gets done, but I have to see it to believe it. Because every matchup's the same thing. Tom Brady carves that team up, yep. and it's just Groundhog Day every single time. Well, maybe the worm has turned, and it's, it's their opportunity with this de- defense for New England not being one of the more great defenses that they've fielded in, in years past, and, and maybe they can make some hay, especially they come out and they can chunk it around like that. But the key is going to be to protect – Ben Roethlisberger, and even when they didn't protect him, that one throw he made, or he it wasn't really a throw. He just kind of uh, shoveled the ball to uh, a back right there in his vicinity where he had guys draped all over him. We've seen Big Ben, Big ben do that his entire career, though. He's a guy who will hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball, and it drives uh, the, the purest crazy. you got to get rid of the ball. Three seconds, that's it. It's got to be out. 
But no, not with Big Ben. He's giving his receivers plenty of time because he's so big. He's statuesque, and he can allow guys, these big old defenders, to hang on him and still keep his eyes downfield and find a way to, to get the ball out. And, and he, he did that last night. And, and, and so maybe this is their year. You know, at some point, you usually can you can lick your, your enemy, and then I'm reminded that I never beat the Giants in Little League Baseball during my <laughs> childhood, and it still haunts me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so maybe maybe, not. Some, maybe someone takes out the Patriots before the Steelers get them. I mean, maybe then they can get back to a Super Bowl. But I mean, they're they're just about as good as anybody in football when they play like that last night. And on the other side of things, the quarterback. I mean, Mariota, who is generally pretty darn good with not turning the ball over four picks. I mean, just disgusting stuff. And the Scott- yeah, he threw some. He he made some just silly mistakes. He was, he was locking in on receivers, and it was easy to read his eyes. And 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 it, I was shocked to see him make that that many mistakes. Here's a guy coming out of college. What he had about one one interception his last right. year. Uh, I know it was less than five, I believe. And, and and even as a pro, he's he's taking care of the rock, and and he just some ill advised throws. And and sometimes there was no pressure really around him. Yeah, and the sky cam last night, which was the primary view of the game really showed an interesting view of those interceptions and why they were happening. And there's sometimes I really, really enjoyed the sky cam, and sometimes I didn't. But on those interceptions, like the first one, it was such a clear overthrow over the receiver's head. You could see it coming. The one that should have been a pick six, but Mariota actually made the tackle his second interception. Another one we could see it, watch it clear as day. I think it's very interesting. I I like it being mixed in. Um, but to be the primary view, sometimes it's it's a little tough because you don't know like when like there's defenders you don't see and you think a guy's got a clear path to the end zone and a guy you know, sort of pops in there and you're like oh where you would see that normally where did it come from in the other view um, but it was it was on first and second down mostly and uh, it it's cool they got to keep doing it and I think I'm pretty sure it got good reviews last night but on on run plays. You can see the holes, and you're watching the running back, and if he sees it, and and if he doesn't Mm -hmm. see it, and the blocking, which is amazing. You can watch wide receivers come open and the timing routes of stuff. I mean, that is, and it reminds a lot of people of playing Madden. It reminds a lot of people playing video games because that is the view that they have when they're playing a video game. I think that's a major part of why it's gone over so well. So is it life imitating art? Yeah, a little they, bit. They stole it from the Madden game. I, I think w- so. I, w- I wouldn't know. I haven't sat down long enough to play Madden. Well, yeah, that is the that's the view. So basically, I mean, you're you're controlling the quarterback most of the time, and then when you hand the ball to the running back, you're controlling that, and the receiver gets the ball, you control that. But that's what it is. It's behind you know the line of scrimmage, yeah. like it's behind the quarterback, yeah. and then you see everything well, in front of you. My vantage point, I don't know about you, when you were a sideline reporter, I always like to be in the end zone, and I can see the all twenty two and see everything materialize, whether you're behind the defense or you're behind uh, the offense that and even in the film room that's the 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 view I wanted and and that gives you the, the best idea of what's happening and and you can see holes open up as you just described and receivers are getting jammed at the line of scrimmage or not and, and you just see everything come into full view and and that's a great way to to see it with all 22 yeah i it really is cool and i they stumbled upon this because of all that fog in new england that time and they mm-hmm. had to use the sky cam the majority of the time because the other camera angles were so blurry that they had to use it and, and they stumbled on it. And now now I think you're going to see a lot. It's a huge undertaking, too. I think Al Michael said last night that it's, or uh, Tariko rather, said last night 
that it is a uh, um, 280 man hours get put in to getting that thing set up wow. every week. Huh. Yeah, isn't oh. that isn't that just? He, he, he drew a little criticism in our bullpen over on the TV side last night because uh, one guy is a huge Oregon fan and and, and therefore Mariota was one of his favorite players, mm-hmm. and he didn't like the way Tariko kept pronouncing his name. He had a problem with it. Well, I, he pronounces it the way that 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 Mariota pronounces it, which is Mariota. That's who, so he's Tariko. Is, is that is that how Marcus yeah, Mariota? He, that's what he does, and he does it. He said it last night because you know on NBC they have them say their names, right? And that's how he does it. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so this Oregon fan is wrong. Yeah, I mean it's a little much. Like I know that's how he pronounces it, mm-hmm. and I've heard him do that. And I I won't do that because it sounds ridiculous to me. Like if every time I'm going to say his name, like Marcus Mariota. If the enunciate G. So I say I say Mariota. Yeah, because <laughs> we're lazy. That's it. Yeah, I mean yeah. just because Mariota. it's but like Mariota. Mariota. I just I I don't we don't need that every time. Marcus but that's, Mariota. Well, that's not well, it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not that's it a at different all. quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Mr. Roboto. That's his son. Yeah. Uh, well, Collinsworth called him Mariota last night at one point. Mariota. Ma- yeah. Mariota. I was like, wow, that's Ooh. really far well, off. Uh, but no, it's uh, not Jones, so you know, no, no, it's not. No. But up. I mean, you can figure these. Is it sort of like I uh, want a little inflection at the end of my sort of, name too? You know, Jones. Jones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, it's like like Giannis, man. You learn how to say it. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. and then you just then you say it like that. Even though there's now a dispute between Mikey B and I about the end of that, he says Antetokounmpo. Now right. he's using the B sound at the end. Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, 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 no. Giannis. Who's Giannis? Giannis. Who's yeah, I mean it's a P O. When has a P ever been a B sound in Greece? It's yeah. not. No, it's not. Uh, He's making. The, you're gonna fall for that? I, I heard it. We heard the B sound the other day. From who? I heard the B sound somewhere. Giannis for him. Antetokounmpo. Not from him, Mister McCluthernus. But I heard the B sound from someone. It was Mike who was doing it. It, no, was, was, in it, our meet, it was in our meeting. It was like, oh, the I knew I heard it somewhere. See, I was somewhere. And, the and I heard it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. See, you said Poe there. It's Poe, man. It's Poe. Mm, yes. Okay, fine. And, and, uh, and Marcus, what, Mike? Mariotto. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not Toe, and it's not Mary. It's, a, it's, it's Mariotta. Marcus Mariotta. <laughs> he plays wow. for who? The Titans. <laughs> wow. Not the Titans. <laughs> the Titans. Did you see he put on a rundown? Do you see how he spelled uh, the Titans on a rundown? He did, he did it phonetically, like the oh, way he says it. Yeah. yeah. His Steelers beat what's the up? Titans. What's up with that, dog? Michael <laughs> Buffchaglia. What's, what's up with you in the Ds? <laughs> mm. uh, we, we don't know. Mm. Uh, so there you go. There's your pronunciation guide for the day. Do you like the Sky Cam? And are the Steelers a Super Bowl favorite? 855-212-4CBS. Lines are open for you this morning. 855-212-4227. We'll come back, get a Marco Belletti update. Marco! This morning, and take you through a huge football Friday in November. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. 
Marco Belletti is in for Bogus. What's going on, Marco? How are you, man? Good, Greg. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. That Yankee hat is a, uh, a is disaster. An old, is an older one. Is it? Is it not? I it's just a mess. Noticed, I just noticed that in looking at you that it's an it's an older hat. Mm-hmm. It fits me, doesn't it? There you it's, go. I mean, I ain't going to sloppy, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it? A, is it a lucky hat? Is that why you're holding on to this? One? Uh, no, that's the I. I you know those things where you go. I got to do this. Yeah, uh, and I haven't gotten around to it. Right. Mm-hmm. I just got to buy another one, and I just never mm-hmm. do it. Well, he's like those jeans we were looking at yesterday, oh, you know, yeah. with the mud built in. Right. Oh, yeah. so this is a fashion statement. Yeah. Like, you bought that hat dirty, right? Just go yeah. with that. No, it's just worn it dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just Now, it, 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 it's increased in value. Oh, Like yeah, those but, jeans. Without a doubt. Yeah. We might have to get a picture Can I throw this. this on eBay? You think this goes with the Belletti wear? You think uh, somebody would want this? I will bid 2700 <laughs> Yours. Ack put, Ack put his underwear up on oh, eBay once no, after no. a... After no. a smack off, no, yeah, no, the, no, no race car street smack off worn underwear. It oh. went for went for thirty bucks. Oh, yeah, it's pretty from the swamp to South Bend to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tidy whities man. No, all right, Marco, what's going on in sports? Man? All right, well, not much of a game to kick off Week Eleven in the NFL. Roethlisberger takes the snap, fires end zone, caught by Brown, touchdown Steelers. Roethlisberger with a BB on the quick slant to Antonio Brown. One of three TD receptions for Antonio Brown. That was part of a 10-catch night. 144 yards. Steelers pounded the Titans 40-17. to That's Ian Eagle to call on Westwood 1. Ben Roethlisberger, 299 yards, four touchdowns in all, and it gave him a chance to silence his critics. Oh, it feels good. Um, you know, I know a lot's been made of me not like, caring or whatever. Not, not from you guys, but some of the local or the national media stuff and Nothing further from the truth. Uh, I go out there and give everything I have, and uh, I play as hard as I can for these guys in there and, and our fans and the Roonies. And um, you know, it's it, it's fun to go out and have one Listen, of these games. This guy, I just, what? I've, I've had it. Serious? I've had it with him. So he says in the last off season that he's not sure if he wants to play anymore, and he has to think about it. Right. He comes back. He says after a terrible performance that maybe I don't have it anymore and then sounds <laughs> apathetic and then people are have an opinion about that in the national media, whatever the hell he's talking about, and now he's saying that they're making a big deal yeah, out of not, it. Not, not you guys in front of me. It's just those folks outside of here who, who, who know nothing about me. We know a lot about you. You're a drama queen. Shut up, play. Oh, God, I mean, I really wish I wasn't this angry. With him at this stage in his career, but he goes back and forth. I mean, he's it, just you're right. He just he wants just, the drama. He just whiny, wants. He loves not it. whiny, whiny, not whiny. With the injuries oh. and right. Oh man, I know a lot's been made about me not mm. caring. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did you say that last week when you almost lost to the Colts? <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, sorry, Marco. No, no, no. Well, the Steelers picked off Marcus Mariota four times, helped them win their up, up their win streak to five. They're eight and two now. Tennessee is six and four. Latest with the NFL: Roger Goodell versus Jerry Jones. That situation continues. Owners reportedly will now have an owners-only session. That's December thirteenth. They'll discuss the impending extension for Goodell after, of course, Jones requested the meeting to try to block the deal. NBA, there were just two games. They were good ones. Celtics used a big 19-0 run in the third, helped them rally by the Warriors 92-88. That pushes their win streak to 14. Jalen Brown led the way with 22 as he played just hours after learning his best friend had died in Atlanta. After talking to his mom and his family, they inspired me to come out and play because I, was, I wasn't in any shape to come out. I didn't want to leave my room. Yeah, he also went on to say he played in his spirit. I honestly have no idea how a human, human uh, being yeah, can go on. Seriously. Well, I, I, Isaiah I, Thomas a year ago. Yeah, yeah we've I seen know. it a, a lot. I just mm-hmm. don't get it. I really don't. 
Uh, the other game, Rockets put up 90 in the first half. They route the Suns 142-116. James Harden, another 48-point night. Chris Paul was back after missing the last 14 games with a knee injury. Played well. 11 points, 10 assists, just 21 minutes. MVPs handed out. The little man beat out the Giant. Jose Altuve took home his first MVP. He was a runaway win over Aaron Judge. He picked up 27 out of 30 first-place votes. Giancarlo Stanton took home the NL honor. That was a much tighter race. Just a two-point win over Joey Votto. That's the fourth-closest vote ever. And the latest team to turn down the invitation to the White House and meet with President Donald Trump, South Carolina's women's basketball team. Gamecocks will not be in attendance when other NCAA teams are in attendance later today, saying they are focusing on the season ahead. Oh, okay. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with anything else. They're just, it's just so, they're so focused. They can't take three hours out. They okay. are focused. Right. This, the season is, you know, it's they're coming on up right on top of us. To another championship, right. I mean, and they right. don't want to derail or get off that path or get off track. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. barely take time to sleep or eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, they don't want to have to get in the way. Are... They're student athletes now, yeah. okay? Keep your focus. You got to study. Listen, you want to go, you don't want to go, fine. But mm-hmm. let's tell the truth. How about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. You know? All right, Marco, thanks. Gentlemen. We will uh, talk to you in an hour. Let's go to Sean in Tennessee on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Sean? Good morning. What's up, fellas? Hey, Sean. What's up, man? <laughs> All right. As you know, I'm a Tennessee fan. Yeah. Well, we know now. Uh-huh. It's, in my, it's in my name. Okay. I'm going to roll my boys good or bad. Yeah. So the sky cam was amazing. Okay. But I hated having to see every single mistake. In high definition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of those picks from that sky cam were <laughs> tricky because you could see it coming more with the sky cam than you would in the regular view. Mm, here it comes. Here it comes. Don't throw it. Yeah. Yep. I haven't screamed at a TV that much in years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? At some point, you'll have a game with the sky cam and the Titans are going to play better, and you'll like that because it's really cool. Like, from the Steelers' aspect, you see Ben throwing the ball into the end zone yeah. to Antonio Brown that 41 on, yeah, on that yeah. first touchdown. I mean, that was awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Not for my end, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a great perspective. That, that that's, uh, takes you essentially into the film room. And, yeah, and thanks, that's, Sean. that's what you see when, you, when you're breaking down film and getting ready for your next opponent or breaking down your play. So that's a great viewpoint for those who are going to be out there participating and those who are now watching it gives you a chance to be a ball player from afar. I think the Titans will be okay. I mean, there's still two games yeah. above 500. They're 6 and 4. I mean, the team that they're chasing in the Jaguars is about as inconsistent as you could possibly be. Yeah, eliminate the mistakes. And they'll they'll probably end up still going to the playoffs the Titans at this point. I don't think that they're going to totally fall apart. And they were on the road on a short week against one of the AFC's best. So I don't. I don't look at this. Yes, the defense was terrible, and they probably wanted to play better for Dick LeBeau, who is eighty mm-hmm. now, mm. which is unreal. Eighty-year-old Dick it looks LeBeau, great. Right, he's still he is the best-looking eighty-year-old I've ever seen. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that that let them down because everybody loves Dick LeBeau, but uh, it didn't happen, and they got forty hung on him. So this happened a couple nights ago, and it's a little visual because it's Wheel of Fortune. It's not Jeopardy, but. This is something that is just so heartbreaking. So I will preface this, preface this by saying they they do they give away a million dollars. There's an opportunity to win a million dollars on Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to get yourself into this position. So what you have to do is you got to land on the million on the big wheel during the game. 
You've got to get that, you know, get the letter right, then solve the puzzle so you have the million sitting there. Then you've got to win the game, beat the other two contestants okay. to take the million with you to the final round. Then they spin the mini wheel that's got like 30 spaces on it there and land on one of them. That's a million. So like the odds of it happening are astronomical, mm-hmm. someone winning a million dollars on Wheel of Fortune. And you don't know that the the million is is in the thing. So I bring it to the other night on Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak and these two contestants because they're doing like some sort of Disney World family week with grandparents or whatever. <laughs> so there's two people trying to solve this. They weren't at Epcot. Right. They were not at Epcot, no. So there's two people trying to solve this puzzle, and this is how it went. You have 10 seconds to try to talk it out. Good luck. Pride. Fried zucchini. No, that's not correct. And we don't have to check the time because you are amazingly oh. close. Oh, Lord. No, hold on. Now, stop for a second. Stop. So it wasn't fried zucchini. Now, zucchini is the operative word here. It's mm-hmm. a tough word to get. Mm-hmm. It was baked zucchini. Oh. All right, hold on. Hold on. And they should have known better because R-S-T-L-N-E, the word you get, it was fried. There's an R. Fried. Come right. on. You got to know that. But anyway... So then, what happens after it's not fried zucchini, it's baked zucchini? They look into the envelope. Oh. Ah, yeah, 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 that hurt. Now we have to, now we don't want to see the million, but we did. You're right, Grandpa. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Bad Sajak wow. loves it. I don't know what to say. This is awesome. <laughs> wow. That was bad. I felt bad. Fried zucchini. You can go to our Twitter account, at G.O. and Jones, G.I.O. and Jones, and watch the video, because the visual is unbelievable. You felt bad for him? I, I actually did. I really did. For the older guy, because yeah. he, he came, he was like, zucchini. You know, <laughs> like, that might be the last time he ever even says that word. You know? he, was, he came to him in that moment. <laughs> Zucchini. I'm taking fried zucchini out of my diet. Right, and then the and then the girl was like, "Fried zucchini." And mm. then Pat Sajak knew, and then mm. and then he his reaction was like, <laughs> and it just I mean, because it would have. It, I really did feel bad because you think about that. You get that million dollars. You could take care of your grandkids and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought I'd send them to college and everything else and. They still won $24,000 that night, but yeah. it was like, oh! I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to wow. say. But they're doing like the. Give me a measly $24,000 when uh, I could have had a million dollars. That? Really? Oh! It's no like consolation. They, they did a shot of the crowd right after that, and everybody was like, ah! Oh, they had a sky cam too? Yeah, they had a sky cam, <laughs> right. Oh, it was oh, just, just unbelievable. Oh, so, sorry, Grandpa. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Mm, you can die. No, I'm joking. Oh, geez. See, why would you? Why, I, why would you do it that? This chance. No reason to live now. <laughs> no, there is. There's a plenty, plenty of reasons to okay, live I'm now. Okay, joking, Grandpa. <laughs> you know what he did after the? Uh, this part didn't make it on TV, but I heard that uh, as soon as the camera stopped, he sang, "I want to die today." <laughs> I don't want to live. <laughs> oh, so you can say it. I can say it. I got you. Could have had a million bucks, zucchini. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
is baked zucchini, <laughs> not fried. <laughs> you dumb girl. <laughs> what kind of granddaughter are you? <laughs> yeah, right. Fried. Imagine, I hope that this fractures. I know why she's in fried. Oh. See, that's another. She's probably been eating a lot of fried that's food. A, that's another mean what? thing to it's say not, about these I'm poor. Not shaming her. Poor I'm just saying. Who missed out on a million dollars? I here like you fried are. food. Here you are. I haven't had my fried chicken fix. I in mean, the guy. Two months. I've been fighting it. Two remember, months without it. Yeah. Remember we talked about how, like, you know, who's more uh, sympathetic to people who is. Uh, who who has those traits and and yeah. you, you say it's you over me? Of course, this, this is one of those moments where I will rest my case because I feel bad for them. And here you are talking you about just a, saying this guy. I, I don't want to live anymore. Well, yeah, but that was just a reference to a song we had fun with the other week. And hey, this guy's old. She's fat. I mean, it's just I never said that. Uh, there was I may have name. implied it, but I never said it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, so I wonder if this will fracture the relationship between grandfather and granddaughter. Hey, yeah, how I, could you? I got zucchini. Yeah, I would uh, probably not want to talk to you. Her for couldn't. A while. Uh, you couldn't. Guy West said I get the second word. You mm-hmm. came up with the first. I had the hardest word, and I got it. I came up with zoo friggin' kini. <laughs> you couldn't come up with baked. <laughs> oh, you worthless turd. That'd be amazing. Oh, it's Grandpa calling again. Damn it. Ignore. Who's compassionate now? Pick up the phone. <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> hey, you know what I don't have? <laughs> A million dollars. He you never... know whose fault that is? <laughs> Yours. He never wants to hear zucchini again. Yeah. Ever, ever. Like, we have a uh, special. It's a fried zucchini. No! <laughs> no! We're leaving. Let's go. We're going to go to Wendy's instead. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, shut up! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, there's like one game in college football that people are going to be paying attention to <laughs> True. this week. So uh, we'll talk about it. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The biggest game in college football this weekend at least on paper, heading into it, because there could be major upsets because you just never know. You never know. But while we play the game, the one that we will be talking about the most this morning is Wisconsin at home to Michigan. There are two games that Wisconsin will be tested with in this quest to be undefeated and in the top four of the college football playoff. This one, and of course, the Big Ten championship game. And Wisconsin is at home. They are more than a touchdown favorite. And Michigan comes in looking to spoil their dreams. And I think that the way that Wisconsin's defense played at home last week makes me really like Wisconsin in this game. And at some point, Hornybrook's got to stop throwing interceptions. (laughs) And maybe it's this week. Maybe this week he just decides, I'm not going to do this anymore. You, you sound so confident. Yeah, but it's really about that defense and and Jim Leonard, what he's done at home against an offense I don't love in Michigan. I think that could get very ugly for Jim Harbaugh's group on offense. Uh, 
I'm going to differ with you there. I, I, Brandon Peters, who come in as a new starting quarterback, while he's not setting the world on fire, he is giving them some options in the passing game, and that's something they didn't have before. And, and so he now has brought a little balance to that offense. They've been able to run the ball. Uh, Karan Higdon and Ty Isaac, when he's in there, we'll see if he's back in the fold. He's been injured for a while now. They, they've been able to run the rock, averaging over these last three or four ball games, or massing, I should say, about 850 yards. And now this will be their biggest test since that Penn State ball game where they were pushed around not only on the offensive line, but on the defensive line as well. And these are two of the best defenses in the nation. Michigan comes into this ball game leading the nation, uh, allowing their opponents to convert only 23% of the third down. So if they can get off the field and stop Jonathan Taylor, who is a beast, this freshman running back, he's on pace to break Adrian Peterson's freshman record. Adrian Peterson had about 1,900 yards coming out of Palestine High School, and I was there to watch him run all through UT for about 200 and something uh, his freshman year. And so you got a Taylor, a guy who's always leaning forward. He never falls backwards. He's always falling forward, so that's another yard and a half, if not two. So they got to make sure they stop him and put the onus on Hornybrook to win the ball game. Last week, that defense picked up Hornybrook. Those three picks, uh, he had the two pick six. Those were the only points that Iowa were were able to score because the defense was nails. They just got after Nathan Stanley. They're going to have to do that again. We'll see if Michigan can bring some of that same balance and not turn the rock over. I think their defense will show up. Rashawn Gary, Maurice Hurst on that D-line. They're going to have to. They're going to have to get penetration all night, all afternoon long to stop this it's running night game. now. They moved it, right? They moved it tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's 7 o'clock Eastern time. Oh, man, that doesn't bode well. That sucks for Michigan. Why they move it? Leave it early. Or wait, no, no, no. Or still is it, noon. No, it's still noon. It's Could. still noon now. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. There's a time change in Texas A&M. Oh, Miss? Yeah. Oh, who cares about that? Yeah, that's what. And they were right next to each other. That's what. Uh, no. Right? But, no, wait. No. What? What? It's noon. It is noon. It is noon. You're right. Texas A&M, Mississippi is seven. Yeah, this is. it's my fault, but this is hard to read. So it's not an excuse. <laughs> I'm giving you an explanation. So I, I think the game will be uh, a close one. What's the line on it right now? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Well, here's another thing to scare you about Michigan. So Wisconsin's defense ranked number one in the country, 13.4 mm-hmm. points yeah. Yeah. per game. They also have the seventh best red zone defense mm-hmm. in the nation. Yep. Michigan has a kicker who can't kick. Mm-hmm. So you better be scoring touchdowns and not stalling in the red zone against one of college football's best. And also, you talk about a young quarterback on the road in this type of environment, you never know what you're going to get. Not saying that he can't succeed, but if you have problems running the football early in this game, and they've been running the ball amazingly of late, Michigan, but if you have issues running the ball early in this game in that environment and that craziness, then and it's going to be downhill from there. Well, Peter's got his first start on the road last week at Maryland. He's going to go from sit around. Crazy Maryland. He's going to go from sit around to jump Whoa. around. Camp Randall <laughs> will be totally different. A, a, a totally different atmosphere than what he enjoyed last week uh, there at Maryland at College Park. So, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you. And, and what has been the big problem for Michigan this year? Scoring in the red zone. Uh, now, as I said earlier, I, I, they are better now as far as giving – that that offense some balance 
they they much better than they were earlier in the year. And and now you know you got a little athleticism in the quarterback. Not a, I'm not saying he's Denard Robinson, but he can get out of harm's way. That's going to be the key. But they have to be able to run the rock, and that's something that Jim Leonard's bunch there at Wisconsin doesn't allow you to 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 do. And and you're right about that that defense, man. They are they are nails. They got this guy uh, Olave. Sangapolu, yep, Sangapolu. Uh, on the D line, and Alec, Alec James, and Garrett Dooley. I mean, these guys are beast. Dakota Dixon. You look at their roster. You know, you, you got a bunch of guys, of course, from uh, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and that's the beef on the offensive line. But this, as far as the speed, especially in the secondary, everybody comes from Florida. Yeah, so they know how to recruit, man. They know where to go find them some speed, and they go dip into the the, the Florida uh, recruiting wealth. And they bring those guys up there to cold weather, and yeah. they still perform well. I mean, and for Paul Chris to be able to do that, people always criticize Paul Chris because he's not like a dynamic guy when giving a post-game interview. And I know this from knowing him. When when he talks to you like one-to-one, he's as good as anybody yeah. out there. And you could talk about these guys that have more charisma or gravitas or whatever you want to say. Paul Chris is just he he gives you nothing in the post game stuff because he's the Belichickian in that way. <laughs> he can go and recruit. Um, do you sense an upset anywhere else with the top four teams this week? Because uh, you know, we've been discussing obviously not Alabama. With no, with Mer- I mean you can only hope to control Mercer, not shut him down completely. My, right, Miami. Uh, Miami. It's an early kick. Now you're not going to have the same. Uh, pomp and circumstance, it won't be the same fervor that they enjoyed a week ago, that they enjoyed two weeks ago versus Virginia Tech. And, of course, last week was the, the beatdown that they put on Notre Dame. So you have an early kick there. And as we were saying last night on, on television, it's, it's a noon kick in Miami. You're just leaving the club at noon, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about having a football game. So uh, will the stands be as packed? I'm going to say no. But Miami has to find a way, a team that we've seen throughout the season that has played down to their competition. Those guys have to understand that they keep the eyes eyes on the prize. Virginia is going to come here and not lay down. This is a better Virginia team than you've seen in years past. They're going to a bowl game for the first time in a, uh, since, what, 2010? Uh, and, 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 and and this is a team that, that is licking its chops because Louisville ran all over him, gave up almost 300 yards on the ground, did uh, the Cavaliers. They couldn't protect the quarterback, Kurt Bankert. Uh, so the, the, Miami had five sacks uh, versus uh, Notre Dame and those four interceptions. So uh, this is going to be a difficult task for Virginia, but I think it bodes well for them that it's an early kick, and Miami may get out of the gate slowly the fact that this is not another marquee game on the docket. Back-to-back noon kicks for Miami in games that they have to win to continue this magical season. The next week will be at Heinz Field, where everybody will be dressed as yellow seats. So <laughs> you'll have that as as well. Uh, I will. I should. You say will be it. there. I shouldn't say that because, but it's in a big old suite. No, I don't know about a suite. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, but I don't know about a suite. But I will. I will definitely go. I like noon kickoffs personally. Really? Why is that? Well, because I get up in the middle of the night all the time. So if I'm going to a game, uh, I like something. Well, you won't to do. have to get up in the middle of the night. You're going to be on a little mini vacay. I know, but it's still you still wear it, you know? Yeah, that's no, true. Even though you're on vacation, you, you still, still get sleepy around 839. You still wear it. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up next, some NBA talk. Boston Celtics, not bad. Geo Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.